You're wrong thinking that Tom Brady's going to sign with the Indianapolis Colts, Jesse. Really? You don't say. <laughs> well, that was your no. bold prediction that came out last week on Sports Not, and I, I, I just don't see it. Well, I, I do. I think it sets up perfectly for Tom Brady to uh, finish his career on top, and it also gives the Colts the uh, franchise quarterback they missed since last summer when Andrew Luck shockingly retired. And um, Jim Ursay is really aggressive about going after players that he wants. He's used to having a guy like Peyton like Andrew Luck and this team is built to contend only they just don't have a quarterback are they really built to contend I I, I guess yeah. was it was was Jacoby brisket brisket I'm thinking of I'm thinking of having some brisket for dinner you must be hungry yeah I know right is Jacoby <laughs> Brissett is is he was was he really that bad he really was um mediocre would be putting it kindly he he seemed to have a good handle on things early in the season but quickly devolved and uh, the the injuries piled up also for that team but um even when he was healthy he he was making poor decisions and showing limited abilities as a pure passer and this team um, has drafted well it has uh, really good players in the trenches has some dynamic playmakers in the secondary has T.Y. Hilton, who, when healthy, is one of the most dynamic receivers in the league. Um, tight end Jack Doyle, really good, uh, making big, big cat contested catches. They have some young receivers in uh, Paris Campbell and Darius Fountain. They can both make big plays if given opportunities in space. And I think with a guy like Tom Brady, who is so precise and uh, he sees things before they happen, you get him in that offense with Frank Reich, and they're going to do some special things. Welcome to Reckless Speculation. It's TC, everybody. How you doing? Joining me on the show today, Mr. Jesse Reed, the lead editor at sportsnot.com. If you want to follow Jesse, it's at jessereed78. That's Jesse spelled traditionally, not like Jesse's girl, which was with an I. So it's J-E-S-S-E and then Reed, R-E-E-D, 78 on Twitter. Get ready for it, Jesse. It's coming for you. <laughs> all right, all right. So the conventional wisdom seems to be that Tom Brady isn't going back to the Patriots. So by that rationale, then, he's probably going back to the Patriots. <laughs> However, uh, you say the Colts. A lot of people are talking about the Titans. There was a lot of Raider talk uh, maybe a week ago, and now that seems to have died down. Um I know that was your bold prediction, but what does your gut tell you as far as where Tom Brady's going? I think two teams other than the Colts that make really good sense, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, Tom Brady just set up a production company in Hollywood, and uh, a lot of people are saying that really gives the Col uh, the Chargers a good chance because he's going to be down there kind of like LeBron James. Um, LeBron signed in LA. LeBron's yeah, got yeah. Hollywood going for him. Um, and as a bonus, the Chargers have outstanding playmakers. I mean, they do. we're talking yeah. about some of the best in the league with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. And they got Hunter Henry, the tight end, who they're supposedly going to franchise. And they just signed Austin Eckler, that dynamic running back. I love that a, guy. 
Yeah, he's incredible, and he's better catching the ball than he is running the ball. And, you know, with Tom Brady in New England, some of their best stuff with running backs came uh, in the passing game. So they could do some serious damage with Tom Brady. Um, the NFC or the AFC West is pretty loaded, and that would be really competitive. But it would also make for some some really good drama, I think, around the league if he was there trying to compete with Patty Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but it, it, so you mentioned uh, Hunter Henry. Isn't he kind of a poor man's Jack Doyle, though? No, when he's healthy, he's better than Jack Doyle. Is he? The, the problem really? for him is that he's never been able to really stay healthy. That's been his thing. When he's been healthy, he catches touchdowns. He makes big plays down the field. He's an outstanding pass catcher. As far as the other team that you mentioned, was that going to be the Titans, did you say? Yeah. Okay. And, and, they, and they also have a really appealing wide receiver core. Uh, AJ Brown is he came into his own last year as a rookie and he's really really good um, they have some tight ends they have a really good offensive line it seems like they're going to probably keep running back Derrick Henry and you know if you get him going and then you set up the play action Brady will just shred well, plus they got the defense and Vrabel of course is, is a good friend of Brady's that's very true that's very true wouldn't that kind of uh if you going back to the Chargers, wouldn't that kind of stick it to kind of a little bit to Philip Rivers, and then also kind of stick it to the Raiders as well? If uh, Tom Brady ended up with the San Diego Chargers, they'd they'd at least be able to sell out uh, the new stadium, right? I guess they've got a new stadium. Is that opening this year? I believe it is. Oh yeah, that's right. Because I know there's some mm-hmm. concerts coming up uh, at mm-hmm. the uh, at the new uh, SoFi in uh, in Los Angeles. So. Not San Diego. Not San Diego. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, if you're digging on the show, man. And let's go, Raider Nation. It's me, Evan Grote, host of Just Pod Baby. Join me as I bring you the latest news on your Las Vegas Raiders. On Just Pod Baby, I will give you my thoughts on all things silver and black. And of course, you can expect to receive the best information from top-notch guests. Be sure to listen to Just Pod Baby, a Las Vegas Raiders podcast, part of the Silver and Black Today Media Group. Hey everyone, this is Stan Wangler from Just Thinking. Stop on by this week and listen to some of the great podcasts we have lined up for you. Two in particular are really good shows. One is called Are We Driving Ourselves Insane? Well, are we? And the next one is called Have You Been Having a Bad Day? Did You Have a Bad Day? Well, if you did, this is the show for you. And I bet you, when you get done listening, you'll feel a lot better. So join us. Make sure you follow the show or subscribe to the show for free on Apple, iTunes, your Apple device of choice, the iPad, the Mac, iPhone. Of course, uh, your Google device uh, were available uh, via Samsung and the Android store and all of the uh, podcasts there. Uh, as I kind of ramble on. I don't know that much about uh, Google products, uh, honestly, other than the PC. Uh, what do you have, Jesse? Do you have a, a what should you have an iPhone or a, a Samsung Galaxy? I have a Samsung Galaxy, and okay. I use a uh, Acer Chromebook for my Oh, so you're all computer. Google, man. Yep. Ah, very nice. So uh, obviously you can subscribe to the big show, Rec- NFL Reckless Speculation, on uh, on uh, your Samsung device. And then, of course, Spotify as well, which is, a, which is a great platform for podcasts these days, whether it's on your phone or on your computer. 
All right, let's talk about uh, Amare Cooper. Uh, obviously, former Raider, went to Dallas, had a pretty good year last year with Dak Prescott, and uh, he's a free agent. And the Cowboys got a franchise tag somebody, right? And they can't franchise tag both Amare Cooper or Dak Prescott. So it's one or the other here. And you've got, uh, where do you got Amare Cooper going? Well, for fun, I have him going to the Eagles because that would just be awesome. Um, having him stay in the in the division and stick it to the Cowboys. Um, you know, he said that he likes it in Dallas and he wants to retire there and spend the, his whole career there with the Cowboys. But in this business, money talks, and it's hard for me to imagine that the Cowboys are going to get a deal with Dak Prescott done before March 12th. That's right around the corner. If they can't do that, they got to slap the exclusive franchise tag on him. And that means that Amari Cooper hits the open market. The Eagles are very aggressive about going after players that they want and need. And uh, it's hard. They have secondary issues, but when you're trying to develop a young quarterback like Carson Wentz, you have to provide him with weapons. And they don't have many of those right now that are reliable. You throw a guy like Amari Cooper in that offense, and all of a sudden it's supercharged. You know, Carson Wentz can throw the deep ball. Uh, Cooper's really good at tracking those down. And he can kind of do it all, though. So he'd be, a, he'd be an absolutely dynamic piece in that offense. Tell me why Amari Cooper isn't a stiff he had the great rookie season, and then he just kind of disappeared for a couple of years. And now, all of a sudden, that he's a free agent, he had another great year. What's convinced me that he's not going to go to Philadelphia or some other team or go back to Dallas and just kind of disappear again? Okay, this isn't to knock uh, Derek Carr too much, <laughs> but he's not in that same caliber quarterback. Um, he's it's interesting because he can throw the deep ball, but he doesn't do it too often. And um, he and Cooper never gelled too much except for that uh, first couple of seasons and seemed like they just really lost their chemistry. As soon as he got to Dallas, things took off. And even last year, he was dealing with injuries. He gutted through them, and he still ended up with almost 1,200 yards receiving eight touchdowns. It, you know, when he plays with a top-end quarterback, he's a top-end receiver. Now, I know the argument is, oh, if he's really that good, he should be good with anybody. But that's just not how it works in the NFL. You have to have that top quarterback. And when healthy, Carson Wentz has proven that he can he can sling it with the best of them. He's got a live arm, and he's not afraid to take shots down the field. You know, people make fun of me because my Super Bowl pick, I've got my Super Bowl pick ready for 2021 already. I'm saying the Pittsburgh Steelers with Big Ben coming back are going to be in the Super Bowl. And I'm saying with the new head coach getting rid of Jason Garrett, the Cowboys are going to be in the Super Bowl. Are you going to make fun of me too, Jesse? <laughs> I'm not going to make fun of you because uh, Mike McCarthy's a great coach. Um, but I just feel like there's... There's not enough stability in Dallas to get it done. I, I just feel like Jerry Jones can't stop meddling. You know, he had the best thing going for him when he had Jimmy Johnson there, and he ruined it. And ever since then, it's just been a bunch of almost, almost, almost. My feeling is is that this team will be the same in uh, 2020. They're going to lose their top cornerback, Byron Jones, and he's uh, he's probably he's probably going to sign a record-breaking deal somewhere else. Um, 
they seem to always be just on the cusp, and I don't think that's changing this year. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think I think I think they're due. I think uh, it's gonna. I know Jerry Jones. He's a little bit of a head case, but maybe the daughter can you know get him in order and you know <laughs> calm him down a little bit. Uh, so I, I don't know. That's just my ten cent take on that. Hey, speaking of the uh, NFC East, uh, the Giants. You're predicting in your bold predictions. One might call that reckless speculation that the Giants will break the bank for Jadavian Clowney. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that, I mean, okay, let's say they keep their pick at number two. Was it, no, no, not number two. They have the fourth pick, right, in the draft this year? I think so. And they're looking at an what offensive lineman. I was thinking, well, part of me thinks that they shouldn't bother with Jadavian Clowney. I think they should trade up from four to two and pick up Chase Young. I don't think you trade up that much because you're going to have to give up a ton even just moving up two spots for a pass rusher never ever ever would i advocate for that if you're a quarterback needy team you have to do it because without a quarterback in the nfl you're not getting anywhere the giants feel like they have a quarterback and they cannot mortgage the future in the draft to go after a pass rusher but what about here's the example the nfl is a copycat league Nick Bosa made an immediate impact in San Francisco last year. So I'm thinking a lot of people will look at Chase Young as he's our Nick Bosa. Sure, but the 49ers had already set themselves up to be a contender. They they were not, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, though he has less experience than some other top starters, is a good quarterback. They also have one of the best offensive coaches in the NFL, Mike Shanahan, and they had weapons this year. The Giants are a lot further behind in their development as a franchise than the 49ers were coming into last season. They're not going to get to the playoffs in 2020, no matter what. They're going to still be uh, a mediocre team that needs a couple more years, and they also are going to need Daniel Jones to keep developing and hopefully that he stays on that uh, upward trend. That, that's not a playoff team. So trading up to get Chase Young doesn't make any sense for the Giants. Yeah, but I mean, on, on, on the other hand, they have lots of money to spend, and they can they can spend it on a guy who can make a big impact on their defense, and and he'll be around for a, a few more years too. So they don't have to give up draft picks in that scenario, and they still land the impact player they need. Yeah, I, 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 I don't like David Jadavian Clowney. I guess at all, really. At this point, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't spend big money on on him. So, and, and and as you point out, he's got an he's got an injury history. Yeah, I'm not sure I would spend the money on him, but I think the Giants are desperate, and I think the Giants also think that they are a contender. And uh, Dave Gettleman likes to build from the trenches. What's going on? You have John Wangland, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at, is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets. 
Business with personality. That's the idea that launched London's business newspaper, City AM, 15 years ago. And it's the same idea that inspired our new daily podcast, The City View, where you'll find me, City AM editor Christian May, interviewing the most well-known, influential and colourful figures from business, politics and finance. The City View from City AM with a new episode every morning. It's the perfect start to your working day. Hey everyone, this is Sharon Waxman. I'm the founder and the editor-in-chief of The Wrap, the premier news source for daily coverage of the entertainment industry. I'm also your host of this new podcast, The Wrap Up, a show that gives you an insider's look at the top stories in Hollywood. Each week, we'll bring you the latest news on the business of movies, TV, streaming, and tech. So be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you each week on The Wrap Up. Hey, if you want to follow Sports Knot uh, via the podcast here, NFL Reckless Speculation. Well, actually, you're following NFL Reckless Speculation. You can follow us on Sports Knot on Twitter. That's uh, sports and then not N-A-U-T. That's how they spell it, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jesse Reed, who we're talking to here on the big show today about NFL free agency, bold predictions, is uh, Jesse Reed 78. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, God forbid, which I really don't tweet that much, so you got that going for you, which is probably pretty good. Uh, it's uh, Hey TC. All right, Jesse, I've uh, I've been looking at your list here of bold predictions, and I just got knocked to the floor. You're predicting that Des Bryant, who's been out of football now for, what, two years, is going to sign with the Seattle Seahawks? Are you crazy, man? Crazy like a fox. (laughs) John Fox, maybe. Oh, you know, (laughs) this guy, he still has um, some of the most impressive athleticism that you're going to see in a receiver. He's been training hard. You know, he tore his Achilles in his comeback attempt with the Saints in 2018. So, yeah, he's been out of it, but he's he's determined to come back. And you throw him in an offense that has Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, and that strong run game, and he's going to do big things, especially in the red zone. Russell Wilson's such a pinpoint passer, and uh, I would just – I mean, I'm, I'm thinking 10-plus touchdowns for the guy if he can stay healthy. So he's going to be what? Let's do the math here. He was uh, to 29 in 2017. So it would have been 30, 30. So he'll be 32 years old. That's not too old for a receiver. I know. But who's the guy that kept on saying he was going to make a comeback, who does that every year? He's like the wide receiver. He's like in his mid-40s now, almost 50. Terrell Owens? Terrell Owens, yes, yes, that guy. I get the feeling that, <laughs> I get the feeling that Des Bryant has become Terrell Owens Jr., Oh, that's a little harsh. Well, Terrell I mean, Owens was a good wide receiver for the Eagles and I think the Niners, right? Uh, but uh, and 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 so was Dez. By the way, did Dez drop it or did he catch it? He caught it. Oh, okay. I think he dropped caught it. it. All, right, all right. So we're going XFL, XFL rules here. He he caught that thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't see it. I think that uh, nobody needs the headache. Least of all, Pete Carroll. Well, that's a that's a team that embraces people that uh, not that anymore. Bring... They've gotten rid of all their head cases. Have you noticed? Well, only because of monetary issues. Well, come on, let's let's call it what it is. They've gotten it's, rid it, of a it lot would of be guys. Be a low there. risk signing. He's not going to get a huge contract, and if it pans out, you're you're going to just put a huge uh, scoring threat on the field. 
And Russell Wilson is just one of the best quarterbacks around, period. And he would he would make Des Bryant work. Let's just put it this way. I know a little bit about Mr. Reed. And let's say I was rooting for the Packers to sign Des Bryant as a Viking fan. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Des Bryant would be great in Green Bay, too. No, he wouldn't. Yeah. And he definitely dropped it in Green Bay once again. So, all right. Uh, all right. Let's get on to the big other, another big name on the list. Philip Rivers. Where is he going? What's your uh, bold prediction on where Philip Rivers is going? Well, just picture Bill Belichick rubbing his hands together. No. He's going no. to New England. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. Why? Okay. How? Why? I thought I thought I thought the the move to Tampa Bay was pretty much the unwritten rule. At least it was a couple of weeks ago that Philip Rivers has got got a place in Florida and he's moving to Tampa. Well, the um, there was some initial buzz about the Bucks, but you haven't heard much about that since the, the move was announced. You know, uh, he moved back to Florida. It's home for him, or had been, but it's not too far. You know just a short flight up the coast and he he's already used to traveling you know he had that uh, custom made suv oh my that, God, that thing was from... awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i don't think that's too much of a stretch plus you know uh josh mcdaniels great offensive mind the the patriots have are gonna have one of the best defenses in the nfl once again i think they're gonna be aggressive going after playmakers you know i think uh if tom brady wasn't so intent on kind of re uh, forging his own path this this offseason there would be no doubt he'd be back in new england you know the the patriots have the ability to retool every single year and be competitive Sure, a lot of people have put it on Brady, but I think that, you know, it's really Belichick. I think that he's just the best coach that we've ever seen, and he's going to have that team contending, and you get a quarterback like Rivers who can uh, distribute the ball anywhere on the field and give him a strong run game and a strong defense, and that's a playoff contender. I've been really fascinated by the Los Angeles no way. I want to keep calling them the Los Angeles Raiders, and they haven't been the Raider, Los Angeles Raiders for, what, 10 years again or something. I've been really fascinated with the Las Vegas Raiders and what they're going to do as far as making an impact. Will they trade up and draft like a Joe Burrow or a Tua, or will they sign a Tom Brady or a Phillip Rivers? What What's your sense on Vegas just because it's kind of sexy because it's a new franchise with a new stadium and also the NFL draft is in Vegas this year. Mm -hmm. What's your bold prediction there as far as who's playing quarterback? For a quarterback, you know, there's been so much talk that Derek Carr's gone, but that happened last year too. I think he's going to end up sticking around and I think they're going to, I think they're going to, continue to try to build around him though one thing that that is intriguing to me i would love to see if he's still there at number 12 jordan love um the utah state product because i think john gruden has been just dying to find you know a one of those young breed of of quarterbacks that can move around and spread it out and a lot of people are comparing love to patrick mahomes and that would be very exciting 
Um, but I, I don't think Tom Brady's going there. I don't think Philip Rivers is going there. I don't think John Gruden wants the headache of dealing with Jameis Winston. So I think that they're going to try to to get their quarterback in the draft. Okay. Yeah. You think they'll move up? You know, it, I wouldn't put it past them because um, Mike Mayock, I think after one year of kind of really doing a fantastic job, they had three first round picks last year and he hit, he hit some good, good ones on those with Cleveland Furl, uh, Jonathan Abrams and the running back out of Alabama. And I think that he's going to get aggressive in free agency and the draft. So it wouldn't surprise me to see them trade up if, you know, especially if they're enamored with a quarterback and they think they can get the guy they want without selling the farm too much. Next but year. if they if they have to stay at 12 and if Jordan Love is there, I think that's a perfect fit. Next year's quarterback class um, seems to be all about Trevor Lawrence. If you had uh, guess which team will go 0-16 this year and tank for Trevor, which one do you think probably has the best odds, meaning their roster is not that great? And, you know, like Miami was rumored to be tanking this year. They still mm-hmm. didn't do it right, and they ended up with the fifth pick instead of number one. I mean, what team has the moxie? What team has the motivation? What team has the talent, maybe mentally more than, you know, on the field, to pull off an 0-16 and get uh, Trevor Lawrence next year? Well, I like the uh, Carolina Panthers for that. Um, I'm not sold on the on them keeping Cam Newton. You know, they there's been this talk that they're going to keep him this year. He's on an expiring contract. They might, but it makes more sense, especially after watching them trade away uh, their best offensive lineman uh, to the Chargers for uh, an offensive tackle in Russell Okung, who is who missed most of last year with an injury. And uh, it seems like they're set up to, you know, they got Matt Rule. They got him on a seven-year deal, I believe. So they're they're like saying, "Okay, we're behind you. You you know, we're gonna do kind of like what the 49ers did with Shanahan. We're gonna we're gonna rebuild this thing, and I think they could do it. Um, especially if Cam's gone, there will be no incentive to really try to win games if Cam Newton's not there. And it would be a shame if they kept them and threw him out there and had that same plan because he's just gonna get beat up again like he has been for the past bunch of years." But that team's really, you know, set up for a longer haul. And, and they have an owner in David Tepper who's already shown that he's willing to kind of take some risks and kind of go against the grain. Is the best uh, defensive player Byron Jones of the Cowboys that's on the market? Uh, well, he's the best defensive back for sure. Um, I'd say uh, Chris Jones probably, but he's going to get the franchise tag oh, in Kansas right, City. Right, yeah so just chris jones but so so it's byron jones then mm-hmm. oh, okay well, there you go short and concise <laughs> very nice i like it i like it uh finally a couple of uh other players quarterback specifically ryan Tannehill, Jameis winston Tannehill obviously revitalized his career a bit in nashville last year mm-hmm. where, where do you think he ends up I have him going to Bruce Arians and the Tampa Bay Bucks. He um, he he fits the mold. I mean, think think uh, Carson Palmer without the turnover problems. He showed last year with uh, Tennessee that he can 
really be effective taking it downfield. Bruce Arians, that's been his staple uh, going all the way back to Pittsburgh. Loves taking shots. And, of course, the Bucks have an incredible receiving core, and they have tight ends. They, they are set up to be a pass-happy team. And Tannehill, um, he doesn't throw the ball away like Jameis did. I think he fits perfectly in that offense. And as for Jameis, I think that it would be really fun to see him end up in Chicago. Mitchell Trubisky has the look of a bust. I mean, maybe he'll come through. Who knows? But he, he sure doesn't look like it. He seems tentative. He seems like he's a little limited in what he can do. And I think you throw Winston into that mix, and you could really have a, a fun offense if he takes to Matt Nagy and, uh, and can cut down on the turnovers. You know, a couple weeks ago, uh, Vincent Frank was on the show, and we were talking. We were playing a little roulette where he gave his predictions. I gave my predictions on, say, like where Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers were going. And then we just did a, a random thing where we spun the wheel of fortune or misfortune and care to take a guess where Tom Brady ended up? <laughs> Chicago? Yep, <laughs> Chicago. So the wheel of fortune has spoken, and the Bears will surprise everyone and bring in Tom Brady. That's at least, well, the wheel of fortune's prediction. <laughs> well, you know, it's not as crazy as, as it might seem. I mean, if you think about it, the Bears... What if they had a quarterback? Yeah, I know, right? That defense, you know, they got Khalil Mack. Uh, he's one of the best in the business. The, they have Chuck Pagano calling the defense. They have some playmakers. Matt Nagy, was, he was hired in Chicago because he was supposedly an offensive guru, but he's had Mitch Trubisky. So what if they had a quarterback? I, I think that would be very intriguing. It would turn the uh, NFC North into one of the most uh, incredibly contested divisions in football. And uh, that would be a lot of fun, I think, especially for us in the media. Yes, indeed. Don't you think, last question, don't you think that if I'm a free agent quarterback, whether it's Rivers or Brady or anybody else out there, even Dak Prescott, if for some reason you know, the Cowboys screw it up or the NFL – as a new collective bargaining agreement and, and Dak Prescott becomes a free agent. Don't you think that Tampa Bay that you mentioned with Chris uh, Godwin and Mike Evans is the place for a quarterback who wants to succeed? I think it's, it's one of the top places. I, I wouldn't say it's the place. I think um, they have question marks on defense still. Um. But, you know, as far as if you're going to be throwing the ball, it's an awesome place to be. And, of course, the weather is great. There's no taxes in Florida. Oh, yeah, there you go. Boom. <laughs> just saved you a lot of money. You just made a lot more money playing in Florida. Isn't yeah. Warren Sapp, though, still in Tampa Bay on the defense? No, uh, he's not there anymore? Not, not for a while. <laughs> John Lynch, right? Uh, Warren Sapp, who else was on that? Those great teams. Back in the, oh, uh, the linebacker, Derek Brooks. Oh, Derek Brooks. Yeah, yeah. He was awesome. Yeah. Man. Love that guy. So, all right. Well, there you go. Big show in the book. It's NFL Reckless Speculation. And I'll see you in the emergency room. Smartphones have made it easier than ever to capture the moments that matter most in our lives. But all too often, those memories end up stuck on our devices or in the cloud. 
Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand assembled in the USA in our solar powered facility, Fracture glass prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. They also make thoughtful gifts. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 in your cart to get 15% off your order. Focus on moments that matter with Fracture Glass Prints.